0: Now entering Nerdist.com Jackie Cache and Laurie Kilmartin Jackie Cache and Laurie Kilmartin It's the Jackie and Laurie Show
1: The Jackie and Laurie Show It's the
0: Jackie and Laurie Show The Jackie and Laurie Show started we started hi Lori Kilmartin hey Jackie Cation here we are it's a pretty good one um I think this will be an okay one we're only doing one mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. well before midnight right it's two hours before midnight it's 10
1: p.m. yes <laughs> there's uh I've already done a
0: set tonight you it, already worked a full day at work did a full day mm-hmm. uh I was in the well, uh, okay tonight I saw yeah. it, I saw I just came from CAA a creative artist agency right the The Death Star, that uh, that Ari Emanuel, it's it's supposedly you know uh, Entourage is based. Oh, is it on CAA? I think so. i have been a part of show business that doesn't know things. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to have an, my agent. I used to be with CAA a long time ago, oh, really? and then I ended up getting dropped. Uh, just coincidentally, right after I had a baby, mm. right after I dropped a baby, <laughs> CAA dropped this baby. Here's but, a baby. Um. Doug Stanhope, his CISO special was um, oh, okay. was uh, being shown there in the theater, uh, like a live showing of it, you know. Yeah, and uh, so there was I don't know at least a hundred people there.
1: Oh, that's so. Cr- and so you got to watch it, and it was an hour.
0: Uh, it's an hour and eleven. Hour and great. eleven. Perfect. Yeah, it was great. That's plenty. Stop writing. Give no, me your full attention. Full <laughs> attention. I'm just writing down because I, I, I thought of
1: a tag. Okay. So,
0: all right. It was hard uh, to... Uh,
1: for your act? No, no. For this podcast. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> if I was thinking about jokes while you were telling the story, you have every right to go, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> um, he, okay, he did a... First of all, it's... it. I feel like he pushes... This is such a hackneyed expression to say push boundaries. But he really does widen the circle... Of what comics can talk about, you know. Yeah. If you ever go, can I can I get away with this? You just watch well, this special,
1: right? Watch Watch Stan. Or a Doug
0: Stanhope special. Yeah. Go, watch yeah, Doug yeah, Stanhope on. Yeah, because he will talk about yeah. anything. What like, was... like you, you might not be able to pull it off, but he could. And <laughs> right. so you you know you get his skill and his chops. You yes. can do
1: it. That is, that is a valid. That's such an. Ex, it's like when when Sarah Silverman talked about rape fifteen years ago. Yeah. The way she did it was unique yeah yeah and so everybody copycatted it yeah and then it there became a lot of really shitty rape jokes
0: i don't think you can even copycat stanhope because he's not a one-liner person it's 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 like it's he's been dipped in booze for (laughs) for 25 (laughs) years and he's a storyteller and you feel you feel it in his voice Mm -hmm. and the way he squints at the audience it's Mm -hmm. uh it's it's authentic because it's it's how he's lived his whole life. Yeah, you know? he's
1: he's not screwing around. He's just he, yeah. He's, he's a he's great not, storyteller, right? And, he's not right. It's almost like it's not writing. He's it's being written
0: from his life. Yeah, I don't want to take away from his skill though to no, say no, he's not writing it though. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean that either. Yeah. yeah, but he he also like he tells these these expansive stories, and then he lands on the pin of a needle with the punch punch word. Really, you know, like. And I won't do the I won't even tell you what it is. Yeah. But I'll say he has a story that ends uh, with with the phrase uh, with us. Okay? And he means a group of people. Yeah. And you go, oh ha, ha, us. And then the second word after that is a real punchline. Yeah. And it turns the whole thing into another joke. Wow. And then he goes off into another area. So he it was I was like, fuck, that was perfect. It was yeah. a perfect landing. And he did this other thing. And it's weird. I was Baron Vaughn. I, I worked with him last weekend in New York and the previous weekend in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's Shakespearean trained uh, actor. Is he? Yeah, he is. All right. He was saying how uh, how he was taught when you're, you know, when you're doing Shakespeare, there's so much exposition that people let. And I guess I know now that he pointed it out, I noticed it. Shakespearean actors will use their hands a lot to sort of place ideas in the air. So, someone will. So you don't get uh, lost or something? Yeah, like Barron's example was, you know, the, someone saying, my mother. And so the right hand goes up in the air and as you say mother, right? Yep. And so. You when the audience is like, oh, that's where the mother is being held in the air, right. you know, yeah. and my son and the son is the left hand over here. And then they can use the hand mom- movements to refer to those things without having to repeat mother son all the time. Right. Yes. So Stanhope did that. He and I won't use the exact phrasing, uh, but he has something where he says thing one and thing two. Right. So thing one is his left hand. Thing two is his right hand and then he does bits on on thing one, bits on thing two, and then he uses those two places to sort of catapult a joke from thing one to thing two. Holy shit. And it was something I, as soon as he got near it, I'm like, oh no, I don't want to laugh at her. (laughs) It was somebody I have nothing but empathy for, Yep. and I was like, no, 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 and it was so (laughs) good. I laughed. There were so many moments where I was like, "No, <laughs> no, please you don't making, do this to make me." Make me laugh against my will, Doug Stanhope. Yes, yes, it happened a lot. It was it was a really great special.
1: Wow, um,
0: and it's uh, it's streaming on CISO now. But it was really cool to see it in a theater, and I kind and I wanted to see it. You know, I wanted to see him, but I don't normally go out on a right. night when I when I. Don't have a set because right. I have to. I have a child, but I was like, "Well, right, there's three other projects that have to happen for you to go out and watch." Yeah, other yeah, people yeah, yeah. Up. We did have a podcast tagged onto <laughs> right. it, right? And I kind of wanted to just to see if get any ideas for whatever my thing, yeah. however I'm promoting my thing. So, anyway. right, because your thing is coming out, and people are sad because you could only get it in the United States, right? Cecil's so only so, available.
1: Yeah. It's not available yeah. in, in. We'll Canada. figure something
0: out. We'll figure yeah. something out. I'm sure but, they um, will too. Yeah, but Doug's Doug's was great. That's it, awesome. It was just, it was I'd great. Doug such a great comic. I, yeah. Man. And it, and I also love it when, you know, someone says you, the premise of their joke. And mm-hmm. Nick DiPaolo does this too, where I'm like, that's not completely correct. Or <laughs> you're cherry picking, <laughs> you do not put everything in that setup. Like, I, I'm already, my hands are on my <laughs> hips. Yeah. And then the comic and Doug did this where they take you and they. You're looking at this premise through your camera and he removes, he takes your head and puts you through the Doug Stanhope camera and you go, ah, I get it. I Mm -hmm. see what you're seeing now, Mm -hmm. you know, and you still laugh. I mean, I still still don't think, you know, I still don't line up. Everything doesn't line up for me, like what I believe and stuff, but it made me laugh so much.
1: Sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't agree. Uh, on any number of things but i have laughed against my will and i have laughed and and that kind of perspective you know yeah it's just like when you can get someone to see they're like no i don't change my attitude about that that political topic or that social thing
0: or that person but i see why that's funny i see what you did there in either uh, yes and so and the other thing i guess this reminds me of that i wanted to talk about too is like i've been like finding Trump supporters on Twitter. <laughs> yes, but you I've have. been trying to subtly. You know, not just fucking slam them unless right. they're like massive assholes or right. they turn into massive assholes, right? Like, but I try to like gently like, point hey, out a are fact you thinking or something about this part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have people that jump in on it and just go, "Fuck you, you fucking racist!" And then it just turns into this ugly thing that I'm included on because I they keep retweeting you. and tagging yeah. me in it. It's like, you know, you're I was you're trying not to subtle. do something. You're not smart. You're not going <laughs> to change any minds. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm trying, trying to let them know that there actually is a nation of hillary supporters in case they think the election's rigged if right. trump loses you know right. and you're just you're creating more anger Right. You know, oh, whatever. Yeah, you Drives just wish. I'm
1: trying to bake a cake here. If you could not yeah, throw you can, in.
0: You can watch because it's a public forum, but don't jump in with your dumbness, you know? Right,
1: right. And think that you're defending, you know? I mean, yeah. you are not a you're maiden just, you're just who tar- needs to be protected. <laughs> no. It turns
0: out, Lori Gilmartin- <laughs> and, and it's not even that. I think they just feel like, oh, well, they, the, you know, if they're not going to change, if, Lori didn't change her mind, then they need to know they're a racist. <laughs> it's not going to help anything. <laughs> no, you know? no. I mean, I live with a Trump supporter and my dad was a Trump supporter Oof. and they're, they're not hateful people. You know, they just believe their camera, <laughs> you <laughs> know, is something... somewhere else. Right. And they think something very, very strong. I mean, some people are active racist, but not all of them are, you know, right, right. Um, a lot of them were just knows? scared. I can't. And they like a they are scared. Male voice saying, "We're gonna get tough." You know, they just like that. They respond to that. They don't like a plant, whatever. Okay. Yeah, weird. How's so, your weekend?
1: My weekend was with uh, with Bamford, and I'm going out again. Um, I think when I, I'll be home when this drops, but uh, when this goes out into the iTunes mm-hmm. world. But I just came from Seattle and Spokane. And had a couple of excellent nerdist kind of nerdy moments. I was telling Kyle before, but I'm going to brag about it. Tycho Brahe from Penny Arcade came to the show in Seattle and said that I was like, uh, like really funny. And he's <laughs> the guy from Penny Arcade. And I, I, you know, the T-shirt for the Jackie and Laurie show where yeah. it's the it's the, fr- the juicer and the orange. Yeah. That yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm wearing that T-shirt. That's his, That's his art. Oh, that's their art. And oh it's, neat. Yeah, it's that uh, that the character is called Fruit Fucker, <laughs> and uh, the juicer is a Fruit Fucker. Wait, it's from the our show? It, no, it's from Penny Arcade. But it, is... it's the picture of us oh, okay. uh, standing outside a meltdown. Here. Oh, okay. And then the next night uh, in Spokane, uh, the guy. Oh, you're wearing the shirt. I'm wearing in our the picture. shirt in our gotcha. picture. There gotcha. you go. And then the next night in Spokane, um, the we did the Spokane Comedy Club, is it which fun? is oh, it's so great. Tacoma Guys Club. It's the Tacoma Guys Club. It's right? the Tacoma yeah. Guys Club. I had, you know, I don't really, I don't like candy in the green room. There's a, a, like a dresser and every drawer has different kinds of candy in it. And all I, I was like, I was looking for, I don't know, like a soda maybe, or, and I, so I asked him, I said, is there, do you guys have like a root beer or something? He said, he don't, the only sweets we really have are candy. And then he started opening these drawers and I must've ate six candy bars. Just I had I was in a sugar coma. Sure. By the time Maria got off stage, <laughs> anyway. But at that show was a guy um, who invented the video game Myst, which is a huge fucking deal. And so yeah. and he liked my show too. So those are my two triumphs. And then a lady after him said. Uh, Half drunk, you should do stand up comedy too, which made me laugh. Oh my God. She came, she came, she was like, You were really funny. You should do stand up too. And I was like, Oh, you should have stopped it. You were
0: really funny because I was doing, that's what I was doing. (laughs) Now, it's possible since she's attending Maria's show, she has several personalities, and it's the (laughs) one that's not a stand up fan.
1: Possibly. I think what she meant was she meant you should headline or you should yeah, be, come, sure. back and, yeah. and come back and be a thing and and I am gonna come back and be a thing. It's yeah. all gonna work out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do Spokane in March. Oh my god. So they that booked sounds me great. Yeah, they booked me to come back in March. And then um Mm-mm. super fun and yes. And that okay. was Spokane. And You're crossing
0: that off your list of topics. That was a topic I talked about. I was uh I was in um Brooklyn this week. That's right, you did the cinder block. So here's here was Friday. So Friday I um I go to work. We work. I think I got off around four thirty or something like that. Four. Mm-hmm. Pick up my kid. Uh, from uh my kid gets he's taken debate. You know, so pick him up. Oh nice. And then uh I had a debate hu- class. Debate yeah. class. Oh, debate. Nice. Yeah. So and then uh hung out with him for a little bit and then I had a set of flappers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the 7.30 show. They put me up first. Nice. I, I, took, I Ubered to Flappers with my stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I Ubered from Flappers to uh, the Burbank Airport and got on the plane. You nice. He on the same plane with me on the same flight. But, Sean Conroy. You know Sean Conroy. Yeah. I know yeah. Sean Conroy. And then he's also on the same flight going back. We both took the red eye out. <laughs> yeah. He was there Just, for a different reason. Right. And then uh, flew back on Sunday. He's from uh, Westchester. He's from uh, yeah, New, New yeah, Rochelle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Home of Dick Van Dyke. New Rochelle. Yeah. I know a little too much about Sean Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and New Rochelle, as it turns out. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, So I did the Cinderblock Comedy Festival. In Brooklyn? Yes. And you did three shows in one night? It was, yeah, it was so fun. Oh. It was, they were in a very tiny, they were like all 15-minute walk from each other. Oh wow. And oh by the way, these fucking boots I got, these aerosol boots. Yeah. You know, I don't have the height. I I like to loom over the audience. I'm not looming anymore. You're like five eight though. <laughs> You're already tall. There's I'm five nine. Okay. Um, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But um but yeah I like to be closer to six feet, you know, just sure. to just to threaten people so they know <laughs> don't fucking heckle me i'll come after you i'll stomp I will. on you exactly but um i i mean i feel even at the end of the night i didn't i wasn't in pain i wasn't limping to the subway it was great that is great so the first show um oh, was that this place called pudge knuckles pudge knuckles It sounds very Brooklyn. Yeah, what was it? It it was a coffee house. Okay, and uh, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And man, there was a a girl named Andrea Shapiro. Yeah, uh, had the funniest rape joke, which I'll tell you off the air. (laughs) Oh, I was like, because sometimes it's well. First of all, the whole point of the festival is it's non-white males. Non-straight oh, okay. white male, mostly. It was okay. like people that are always the the only <laughs> representative of their. Well, <laughs> oh, that's a great theme. That's yeah. a great theme for it. So, for all, so it's all women. It's all people of color. It's yeah. all you know, non-straight people and gay whatever people, they could whatever, get. Whatever, yes. whatever they could get. Yeah, let's do this. And um, so, so that was really cool. And so, the first show there was. You know, every almost everyone had their own take on a rape, and but it was cool. I right. liked hearing it, and there were many funny funny jokes. And right. then Andrea's really just—I was like, stood God out. Damn, stood out. That was when I was like, God, why didn't I write that? That's you know, so great. I love it when you think, all right, all the fruit's been picked off the tree, and <laughs> someone comes up with a giant apple. Oh, you mm-hmm. missed this one. Oh, my gosh.
1: I just saw Laura Bites. I just did before this. I did the Sandy Crawford show over at Paper and Plastic on Pico here on Monday night. And um, I saw Laura Bites, who's a Chicago comic, and she had a whole new – you know how, like, a lot of comics talk about getting drunk and and trying not to drink and and trying to drink more. I mean, it's like there's three different ways you can go with booze, right? And she had the greatest joke about how she's, you know, not, not drinking and her boyfriend and all this just knocked it out of the park. Not it was just I was just cool. in the background just clapping and going, Yay, Laura bites. <laughs> so good for her.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so and Janelle James was on that show. Oh wow. And then I did this the, She's really funny. The, she's very funny. Yeah. And I did the horrible she was one of our comics of the week. Yeah. Previously. This horrible thing where I should know better where I said, I can't wait to see her set. Oh, Right, she would, why? No, the why would you want that? Yeah, why? what it should have said was, "I got to go before you go on stage. Have a good set, <laughs> or hey, have fun." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just nobody needs you leaving. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't you need can, nobody. You needs can circle it. back when she's on stage, right. but don't don't say, "I'll be watching you." <laughs> right, I'm hoping to really to find yeah. out how you tick.
1: <laughs> what a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's. I yeah. I somebody once said to me, and I almost said it to another comic, and I and I and I felt. I stopped myself before I said it yeah. where I was talking about how much I liked this person's act. Yeah. And then I almost said, that's some real stand-up. <laughs> Somebody has said that to me, like old an old comic once yeah. said it to me. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been, hopefully, hopefully it's real comedy. I've been, yeah. And so right before I said, this is real stand-up, nobody fucking wants to. When you're talking
0: to somebody who's going, oh, I, I'm not real stand-up? Right, you mean, what, yeah. what
1: did you see previously? Was oh, that me yeah, just yeah. screwing around? What the fuck? Oh, 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 it's, yeah. uh, And and I take it you're judging every single person that comes in front of you as, as not real stand-up oh. or whatever. right? And just it felt like a kind of a weird thing to say to somebody because you, I really want to be encouraging. Yeah. You know? And I remember the first time I did a set in front of Dana Gould and he he didn't, I didn't know him. He didn't know me. It was night, night, probably 93, 94 in at uh, the comedy gallery in Minneapolis. He and I had been watching him all week and I picked up a guest set. I was going to do a guest set in front of this guy that I just, genuinely fallen in love with his stand-up Yeah, and he blew me away and I go up and I eat it <laughs> and I walk by him <laughs>
0: no. and he can't
1: even he, the most the, he does the kindest thing he can do which is he doesn't say a word he can't what's he gonna say he, right? he should have said how'd it go
0: I'm sorry I missed it how'd it go
1: <laughs> he was sitting right to the right of the stage there was no it was yeah there was no he didn't even make eye contact which I, I actually I thank him sure. for that
0: not out loud not now out yeah. loud, but you know um, yeah. <laughs> so, so that was a fun show. Yeah. And then, um, that was the first one. That's the first one. Second one. Second one was crazy. Carolyn Castiglia. Do you know her? No. Okay. So she's a Brooklyn based comic and the whole show was about consent.
1: The whole show. <laughs> <laughs> But what? it was fucking funny. But not themed, it's, not themed. It was just happened to be about No, no,
0: consent. no. No, the whole show was themed like you your stand up could be whatever it wanted, but she yeah. had she had a panel of of comics and funny people like some writers talking about consent and then she had some graphics that I couldn't see all of cuz I was seated in the corner. But it was just really funny stuff about you know, About consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it was like your your funny teacher coming up with some good stuff. <laughs> right. you know? Okay, and you know, giving you information. I think of as comedy as consent. <laughs> so just because. Um, so uh, and that set was really fun too. And Baron Vaughn was on that one. Oh, cool. And then there was this there's band afterward. Or these not a band? Two two female. Uh, Singer songwriters called the Revolution. I think they're oh, called wow. the Revolution. Okay, um, and they did comedy songs or yeah, okay. hilarious, awesome, Hula- hilarious. Yes, yeah. There's, so a, there's a whole new
1: world of funny guitar comics out there where you're yeah. just like, what happened to those idiots? I know. <laughs> that I didn't I, like so in the late eighties. Against
0: guitar comics, and then yeah.
1: And then now there's great because it's happening. It's it's happening whether we consented or not, it turns (laughs) out. (laughs) Uh, People decided to write good jokes (laughs) around their fucking guitar. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Good for you. And then the last one was at um, the Comedy Headliner Gallery, I think. It's this little tiny room downstairs and it reminded me when I was going downstairs of um, when I was in, I went on vacation in Tokyo yeah. a while ago and I was trying to find this one jazz club. I decided I didn't know what to do. I was just by myself. I was going to see jazz every night. Cause I like, I like oh, wow. jazz and okay. they, they have a crazy jazz scene there. And um, so, and the direction it's really hard to find stuff in Tokyo because the streets don't have names. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was looking for this place. I couldn't find it. And, and, uh, it, and then they, I were I finally got there and then I had to go down, 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 down these stairs. And I'm like, I'm in a foreign country and I walk in and there's only Japanese men and one woman and she's in the band and, uh, oh, wow. and I, I'm the only white person there. Right. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But I still felt, I don't know. I still yeah. had a great time. Yeah. I felt safe. But, uh, but anyway, I'm going down these stairs <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this, I'm making flashbacks. And that there, it was just a teeny tiny room, really fun. Just yeah. to, and the good dank, like the good like dank, the, yeah. the load It was a little hot,
1: a little hot. That'll yeah. happen.
0: That'll that, and, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and Baron was on that show too, and Mike Kaplan. and oh, nice, and Corey, uh, Corey <laughs> Spencer, oh, Spencer, who uh, kind of put the whole thing together. Oh wow, and it's named Cinderblock after. I, I, I she told me the story, and I didn't get exactly how it happened, but some sort of, some sort of force hurled a cinder block in New York at her ankle and broke it and just crushed it in several places. And she sort of uh, used that as a metaphor to turn a bunch of stuff around. Okay. uh, Anyway, that was that. It was really fun. Um, And uh, of course, got to sleep massively. (laughs) Massively. I I, I got in Saturday morning around 8 a.m. and I just took like 30... 30 milligrams of melatonin and I was out <laughs> till around three thirty, and it was wow. so wow. That must be great. Yeah.
1: Uh, I have not slept. Uh, all I do is th- there's, I've been, I've been on the road so much lately and I'm, and I'm going out again. Dad, I, tomorrow is the only day I flew back today and the,
0: Your schedule lately has been brutal. It's
1: brutal, but I realized today that it reminds me of how tired I was when I first moved to L.A. because I had two jobs, and I was trying to do stand-up every night. Wow. And I remember being tired but also kind of happy. Mm-hmm. because I was doing a lot of stand-up and I was... And I the was, reason
0: you're tired is it's good. It's I'm, a good reason. There's a good reason I'm yeah. tired.
1: I'm tired because I get to do stand-up every night and mm-hmm. I get to do awesome. And Bamford's crowds, man, they are just a freaking delight, of course, yeah. right? And these two shows, I was psyched about these two shows because, you know, Maria always asks before the show, she's like, what do you want out of this set? What do you want out of this set? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And I was like... You know what I want out of this I said this in Seattle. You know what I want out of this set? I want to have fun. I want to stop working on my album, which I'm going to record <laughs> yes. in two months. Right, right, right. And I'm going to do, like, I pulled, I, I did the spooky reading girl bit, which I love that <laughs> bit. I love that bit. Yeah. And I haven't done it in months. And I've done it three times in the last week and a half. And turns out it's still a good joke. <laughs> still a perfectly good joke. And so I did it. And I got to work all my new, I got to do all my favorite new stuff. I tag some some stuff, and I just came from doing that set over at Sandy Crawford, the Pico yeah. thing, and I just worked on, and I decided not to freak out and try to get the right order. You know how? Yeah. I, with, with jokes, sometimes I it ruins them if I'm just trying to make sure I'm saying everything correctly. Yeah, it yeah, makes them yeah. Wooden. You're in your head. I'm in my head, and it, and so I was like, I'm gonna work on this. My, I have a this joke that I'm working on for a thousand generations about the advice my dad gives. Mm-hmm. And it was more fun now because it was half, it was, I just pulled like different parts of it and I didn't try to make sure I hit all the beats. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just try, just try to tell all the parts of the jokes that you like. Yeah. And, yeah. and then just leave it at that and yeah. then see, see what happens from that. I'm, hmm. I, you know, I'm doing the 25th anniversary of my home club, Acme, mm-hmm. in November, mm-hmm. and I think we're only doing 10-minute sets, and then I'm coming back in December to do my, my album, mm-hmm. New Year's Week, mm-hmm. and Andy suggested, he said, so with that 10-minute set, you should just do all setups. Mm-hmm. And then make him come back New Year's Week for the first place. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I don't think I have the guts to do that. I think like Teg would do that. <laughs> like I think a different comic would do that. Yeah. Uh I want to be liked more. Yeah. So I have to I finish know. the I, fucking I jokes. have that disease too. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, Bill. Yeah. So
0: Yep. Um all right. Hold That's on. Uh, what do you got? I had things on my list. You wanna do
1: uh you wanna do comic of the week? I don't yes. know where where are we at, Kyle. Silent Kyle. 24. Right. We're so humming bad. along. Yeah, we're
0: humming along. Yeah. Final drink orders, right? <laughs> Check drop coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, Our pal, yeah. Karen Rontowski.
1: K Ron, you guys. Karen Rontowski, who has just awesome jokes. Set up punch yep. and then paranormal stuff and, t- and spooky she's stuff. She's into some weird shit. She is into some weird <laughs> shit that she is more, th- because she's a comic, she's into it. But yeah, she can she's also all the way lock in. It. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, she is she's great.
1: She has dug that hole, jumped into it, and yeah. is burying herself in in the sand of tarot cards yeah. and and dog whispers. Kara's
0: ca- also somebody I um, saw. I saw her headshot all the time. We work the same gigs, parallel for, gigs, twenty five years. I she's never San met Diego her. comic. Yeah, I never met. Never met her. West Just Coast. I would hear She was good mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, I met her out here kind of around the same time I met you, you know, yeah. and she's she's just phenomenal. She she's also does yoga like six hours a day and has an amazing body.
1: Super bendy, super bendy <laughs> and uh, bought a bike over at Target, which she was just telling me. But her stand up, it just it is it's it's a joy to watch. Yeah. It's,
0: if her l I don't know if Letterman sets are still on the internet. They might have yanked them, but oh, yeah. if, if you can find it, find her Letterman it's Find
1: her Letterman set it was it was the it was the controversial year where she was the only one. Oh yeah, she was yeah. the, only, the only woman. She's the one that she was the uh she's the one. She was the one woman that that, that they booked that year. But uh they and, used to say, Well we book women women. Well, and she <laughs> and she did a great job, of yeah. course, because she's she's genuinely she can play any room. That's my favorite thing. Like yeah. she does, like a lot of old people housing yeah. in, in Florida. She'll do like these these retirement homes. Yeah. But then she'll do Vegas and Atlantic City and one nighters and then A rooms. Yeah. And any any room, corporates corporates, and uh, yeah, yeah. Anything you want, Karen Rontowski. You guys at Karen Rontowski. It turns out that's her. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's her, her hand. handle. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um. <clears throat> yep.
1: What else? Huh? I don't
0: know. I'm looking through. my. I can't see my notes because it's, it's so dim in here. It's pretty dim. Oh,
1: yeah. I turned on all the lights. I forgot the other ones It's for
0: people with young eyes. <laughs> Have you ever got you any questions, Kyle? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, we can't go to the questions. Come on.
1: Uh, right. Come on, man. <laughs> You're
0: fucking professionals. That's just... That's all right. The, that's the headliner's cheat. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Questions. All right. All oh, right. my <laughs> God.
1: Good lord, come on, man! I've been listening are you to my stretching? sets. I am stretching. <laughs> it's uh, I just I have two other. I just, I've been listening to my sets. Yeah, I've been recording and listening to my sets. What yeah. a pain in the it fucking hurts. ass! Yeah, and it I hurts right. It does hurt, and I'm like, oh, that was super echoey. I'm not going to be able to hear the jokes, and then I'm like. Listen to it for a minute and a half, you'll get used to it, and then you'll just, you'll just it'll be fine. And so I've gotten lines out of it, I've I tightened know, up jokes, it's all good for you.
0: It fucking works. It works, it that's work, why people that's do it. What, it's so annoying though, <laughs> but it, it is so much easier to do when, uh, on the train in New York. Oh yeah, you know? have you been doing see, that? Yeah I, have, yeah, I have my notebook in my hand and I got my pen, you know, and I've, I'm just listening. Headphones? Uh, while well, I'm on a, you know, 30, 40 minute, uh, train ride and just taking notes, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, then here it's, I got to do it while I'm driving and, and I'm kind of half paying attention and half not. And then I don't like hearing my voice come out of the car speaker. It's, I don't want to hear it at all. Yeah.
1: It's, it'll be fine. But, oh, I finished Norman Lear. You'll be happy to know. I, I knew you wanted to know. <laughs> Is how, he dead? <laughs> I, was, I finished with him. I, uh, no, finished him off. I finished him off. He's ninety. I finally and the there was a little too much info about his sex life, where I was like, dude, nobody wants to know.
0: I I'm think glad if, you're, if you're ninety four. You you get to say it.
1: Well, then you'll be happy to know I bought you a copy of the book. <laughs> And uh, I forgot to bring it, but uh, really? yeah, yeah. Aww, we got you a copy. Because parts of it are amazing. They're yeah. just like storytelling wise, they're. And I need to find Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and Fernwood tonight. Oh, yeah. Because I forgot that he had done those. Yeah. And, um, and then, did you know? And uh, why would you? Because <laughs> uh, that he, Rob Reiner, wanted to direct a movie. Yeah. And he could not get anyone to, um, to back him. Yeah. So uh, Norman Lear underwrote the movie Stand By Me. No way. Stand By Me. And then Stand Did he By get Me. Money, he get a lot of money back from that? I believe, uh, I think it's all working out. He's not living <laughs> check to check. Uh, though he does talk wow. about how he, there was a, they, he only had two houses at one point. It was very sad for him. <laughs> anyway, uh, but the, uh, the other one was Rob So Rob Reiner, Stand By Me. You would think you'd believe in Rob Reiner then. Oh, that for, didn't get him enough credit. That, no. So the next movie he wants to do, Norman Lear has to underwrite that one too. And it's The Princess Bride. Wow. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Stand By Me and The Princess Bride might not have been made, except for Rob Reiner and Norman Lear? Man. That's insane.
0: Oh, I... I, Do you do this sometimes? We talk here, and then you feel like you didn't make your point correctly? (laughs) A lot. Consistently. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That'll happen. What do you
0: got? Last week, or whenever that was, (laughs) it was hour two when we were being starved and... Thirsted of water. All oh, right, in, in this in this chamber, scratchy, scratchy throated. Um, <laughs> like what? What? Midnight on a Wednesday or some god awful, so late. So late. Uh, I don't think I articulated when I was talking about why isn't there a female sort of polymath like uh a Louis type or a oh. big And then you guys were saying Cristela or Tig. And I was like, yeah, I think so. But I, I think what I meant yeah, yeah. was what they have done. What both of them did came out of standup and standup was like first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know this, if this is true about Louie or a at all, but it seems like they, from the start had all allowed themselves to entertain all these different things as well as stand up and i and i think and I, I again this is i could be completely wrong and this just all basing opinion. all of my just out of my experience that maybe women don't give themselves that freedom because we don't think of ourselves as having 300 options. Like I don't even think I have the option to have, be married. I'm like, Oh, I'm a comic. I can't be married. Where you
1: say that uh, regularly and you're like, <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, I'm not,
0: I'm no giant proponent of the
1: secret, but you can't, at least you can't deny shit.
0: <laughs> and you know, but, so, but, but, do you know what I mean though? Yeah. Where, well, you know, I think if you're a female comic, you're going to go all in and and you put all the eggs in that basket, and then if, I think if, a lot of it, comics if, do. If that. it works, though, then you can you can spread out like Christella or Amy Schumer or Tig, and and go.
1: You think that Louis and and Berbiglia might have had that vision
0: from the get to be all the things? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think that it's just such an odd trend to go from being a stand-up. Then to go, did was he on Broadway? Burbiglia? he was on yeah, Broadway. Yeah, well, he, and then to movies—that's like it. That's not a common trajectory. And it's when you have to decide you want. I it's not like someone the- goes, "Hey, I saw you do five minutes at the comic strip. Let me put you on Broadway." It's like you going, "I think I'm gonna go on Broadway." It like. It,
1: you Nathan know, I, Lane though it's a big it's I don't Nathan know, it's... Lane fell in love with Mike Birbiglia is from 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 all like the sort of the but so the what if he mill. fell in
0: love with us he would come see our shows and he wouldn't put us on you wouldn't put stand up on Broadway by itself right but, but but
1: there was a time when everybody was doing those solo shows and that's Mike Birbiglia also did a solo like I did yeah. a solo show fifteen years ago yeah Salesman and Thieves you guys it's not out there <laughs> okay <laughs> but it was I got a lot of stand up from it and yeah. it was a storytelling with an arc and a button and the yeah. bl- and still cancer free nobody dies it's all working out <laughs> so but it's uh the thing is 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 mike did that he had a great solo show about sleepwalking mm-hmm. and nathan lane saw it and genuinely was like he loved mike he loved that he thought the story was good enough and he bankrolled his off broadway wow that's what nathan lane did so i think mike was just doing stand up do you remember that old mitch hedberg joke about um, about stand up versus doing a sitcom. It was something uh, along the line. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the joke. Can you also farm? Right. It's like, I know you're a chef, but uh, what's your farming or what's your agriculture? And it was, it was a great, it's a, we have just, by the way, uh, he's going to roll over in his grave, Mitch Hedberg, because of the way we fucking hacked that joke to death. But, uh, (laughs) but that's, I mean, I think that comics and I think men, women, everybody, we all just like blinders on go comedy, 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 comedy. And then if we're offered something else, we're like, well, how do I do it? Sure. I'll do it. And, I was telling... Because I was talking to Maria and, and, you know, she's going to shoot another uh, seasonal lady dynamite, Mm -hmm. right? And... She wanted. She she was talking about how she thinks I need to write a novel, and I was like, "No, I wish to have written a novel. I don't want to write a novel. No it sounds like to a, write a novel. It sounds like an awful lot of work." And uh, and she said, "No, I want you to write like a romance science fiction novel." And I was like, <laughs> "Lois McMaster Bujold already did that. It's fine." Anyway, so uh, but the <laughs> it's just space opera. It's some great stuff. It's an action. It's like Han Solo in space. But <laughs> there could be more than one. No, I know that can be, and I should do it. And I and I, and I it was encouraging of it, but I said it's Sort of like a rape fantasy where I want explain to explain be... this one, JK. <laughs> you better... Where I want to be forced to act. You have to act. Right. You, you, I want to be forced to write the great American novel. I want to be forced to write a screenplay. I want to be forced to direct. I want to force to be forced to be president. Some people have greatness thrust upon them, <laughs> and uh, that's my rape fantasy. <laughs> and that's... I want to have greatness thrust <laughs> upon me. <laughs> But the, I know that's that an that's interesting absurd.
0: window into your secret thoughts. R- very much so because you're like Jesus Christ, Jackie. You don't. <laughs> want Rape isn't having greatness thrust upon you. No, I know. But but you have you ever? No, I know what you mean. I know. Yes, you mean. because you, yes. Cause
1: sometimes there's sex fantasies where yes. you and a partner you trust. Yeah, you know you have. Did you, you know already that- lost
0: me? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Barry Manilow's safe word is apricot? Did you know that? Did you know that? No. Yeah. I don't know why I know that, but I do. You just made that up. Nope. Didn't make it up. Somebody told me. That's a clock me. eater. Really? Yeah. Oh. That is a clock eater. <laughs> um, hmm. But like what, a, I mean, of all the things that you want to do, right? right? Like I, I want someone to, to let me act, but all the people who I know are actors, they act like yeah. I do stand up. Right, like right, they right. go out and they do student films. Yeah. They do Jane Wilson, Wilson yeah. is acting in an indie movie because she's an actress. Yeah, and nobody gave her a giant movie. Yeah, she just wants to work and and per, play dress up and pretend and hooray, right? She right. loves acting. And if I loved it like that, I think well, I would do it more. Well, uh, uh.
0: There's so many, I mean, what about these comics that have all these other aspirations, you know? And I'm like, I just, I just want to be a better comic, you know? <laughs> but maybe if I didn't have a kid, I would want more. I'm, right now, I'm like, all I, can t- all I can take is improving this one joke I'm trying to work on. Well, I mean, I mean the thing about it is, is that you're writing a book. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And
1: you're. Oh my god. You, and you're doing stand up.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you're.
1: You have a day job where you write monologue jokes for another person, mm-hmm. and then you are raising a child, mm-hmm. and then you have a mother. Mm-hmm. Who lives with you and won't shut up? Right. So those are that is a so if you wanted to do something else, like if you, in addition to writing this book, you wanted to also uh, direct shorts or learn how to edit video mm-hmm. or what, I do. I, those are all on my to do list. Right. We're doing a podcast.
0: You wanted to do a podcast
1: nine months ago. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, and we're doing it. It's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. So um, yeah, like I. The the Dork Forest is so fun for me, but I am sometimes exhausted by the fact someone's like, "Well, you should also set up a Patreon account." And I'm like, "Stop talking! I don't want to uh, do one more thing." To some extent, right? Yeah. And but I would I would genuinely love to rub, write fiction, and I and I think that I'd be a good actor if if I did it. And I just wish I had the inspiration to to do it, but I don't know what free time what would what would i stop doing to do
0: that right right i don't know i mean feels uh, rhetorical but no but <laughs> if you take acting classes i have that- yeah and I would that's take acting, in, right? it's not that's professionally acting, right? That's actually acting or anything, but, but it's
1: it's learning and, yeah. and
0: and and I took
1: an amazing. It was a twelve week uh, acting class. It was called boot camp, because everything's called boot camp in I Los know, Angeles. Geez. And uh, but it was from seven in the morning until one p.m. five days a week. Fuck for twelve weeks. That's and crazy. It was two six week classes, and there were. Four classes that you took. There was a, a Meisner, um, the seven, like, wait, was it seven? Might have been eight to nine was a Meisner sort of word y kind of thing where you learned how to do that. And then nine to 11 was, was, a, was a scene study class. And then you'd break for lunch and you'd come back at noon and noon to 1.30 or, or 2 was uh, for the camera or a cold – there was like a series of different yeah, – and, right. and every day had different classes. It was sort of like high school yeah. or college. Where like fame. To,
0: it's like you're attending fame high yeah, school.
1: Yeah, and it was – and it's in Burbank and it was a, it's Actors Boot Camp. I forget what it's called. But it was fascinating and it really was inspirational. But I didn't go – I couldn't go on the road for 12 weeks. You know, right. I just –
0: I, oh, and, you, you couldn't go to bed past 9 p.m. for 12 well, weeks. My and, it God. Was,
1: and they were big and they were and it was intense. And there was a great one of the one of the, the first six weeks were, were just acting and learning very basic stuff. And second six weeks was for the camera acting and also like a business class. Mm. And you had to go get headshots. And everybody did that thing that that just started happening about four or five years where everybody snap judged you and cast you. Oh. So that was where the joke that I came up with about the airport cop and the PTA mom and all that. Yeah. Because they were like, no way are you, you know, nobody... Nobody's falling in love with that. You're uh <laughs> you're you're a drill <laughs> you're a sergeant. Horrible business. It, it is a horrible business, but yeah. but you do get a sense. I I have a beautiful headshot. Mm. A really beautiful headshot that I got when I was taking that class and the and the teacher was so fucking funny about it. He said, "This is a great headshot. This is going to get you a lot of auditions." And then you're going to show up.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I was like... What the fuck? He was like, you can't duplicate whatever that makeup artist did. That's not what you look like every day. You have to have a headshot that looks like you so that when the casting person looks at it and then you show up, they're casting that.
0: Wow. And its
1: I call it my mop and glow um, because I, <laughs> I, I look like sort of like the perfect housewife in this thing. Yeah. It's a great, you know, I wonder what happened to that shirt. Anyway, but it was... It was really fun. Yeah. And I, and all I did was I was in L.A. for 12 weeks. I did that, and then I did stand-up at night, and it was a really, really fun time. And I could do it again, but there was no money in it, you know? Um, and it cost.
0: Yeah. Here's how I'm writing this book mm-hmm. is I – sometimes I just write – like, I, every week I have a list of 50 potential chapters <laughs> – Really? Yeah, I wrote them out already. They're like all jokes. Okay. That, they, that each could be blown up into... A chapter. Into 500 to 750 words. Okay. Right. So small chapters. Small chapters. They're all small chapters. Okay. It's all sitting while you're taking a shit. Fair enough. That's my, <laughs> that's my market is constipated people. Sniglets. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, you know, like I tried to... I've been trying to do one a week, and I just did... Yeah. Like, I didn't want to do the math... Because, you know, based on when it's due. Right. And I'm like, oh, I should be doing two a week. Oh, I just did that this morning. and my, I was heartbroken because one yeah. a week is one a week. I wanted to do one a week uh, till like January and okay. then and then start doing rewrites from mm-hmm. January to March, mid-March when it's due.
1: Are you doing a thing where you write it out and then reading it to anyone? No. Um, here's what if I'm you doing. ever want to, I will listen and be supportive. Okay, okay, I might not,
0: but maybe. No, no, no worries. <laughs> um, because saying cause, it out loud. Yeah, I do. I, I it, but it's it's not being written to be read out loud. Right. It's, it's. But you're such an audible. It's an auditory skill, I think, that you right. hear. Yeah. Hear where jokes could be. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, and I would love to hear. Okay, so there you go. All right, but cool. do whatever you want. Uh, obviously, <laughs> but no. So what I'm trying to do is just, you know, 15 minutes a day, and then if I'm on a roll, keep I going? can keep going. But if I'm not, it's okay. Okay. And then uh, during the week, Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends when I have more time, is I take all these glops of you know jokes or paragraphs, and I try to mush them together and figure out the order. And okay. Just have a rough beginning, middle, and end you know, and then just notes to myself about when I, when I circle back to this and then just put it away and be done. And so like, I finished a chapter last night on the plane. I was like, ah, uh, you know, this ne- I don't know, it, it's not 100% finished, but yeah. the having it weigh down on me is going to make me not be able to write anymore. So I was like, it's done for now. Yep. I'll, I'll look at this again in February. On to this there next chapter. which And I keep looking and I'm going, now, which one feels like it's going to be fun to write right now? That's you know? great. And so. The uh, fact that you
1: wrote 50, like, lines yeah. of this is a topic, this
0: is a topic, this is yeah, a joke yeah. topic. Uh, so that's one, I, I'm just trying to trick myself into <laughs> writing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just tricky. And so that's, I'm bringing it up because, you know, uh, if you want to write something, those are good techniques. I don't, they're working for me. I don't know what would work for you, but, but any kind of way to trick yourself into just starting a sentence, Yeah, cause there is a part of your brain that once you get there and you get in there, part of your brain's like, yes, let's do it. Like, you know, you do have some, there's some, there's some force in you that's eager to get this shit out. Yeah. But there's the other force that doesn't want to So open you want to trick computer. yourself to start. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I don't mind that. I think that that's. And it is helping me to say, you know what? It's not, it's, this is definitely a B minus effort. This chapter <laughs> that I just wrote. Uh, but I, I don't have time to make it an A plus right now. I have to move on to the next one. I'll circle back, and I know we'll get back. I'll, I'll, I'll. Right now, I'm. It's everything's like it's rough and blurry, and I'm gonna get it all out, and yes. then I'm gonna come back with my uh, jeweler's, you know, Ooh, my jeweler's my, loop, my jeweler's <laughs> loop, Yes, and get in there and uh, really pare down those words and see where things are being duplicated. It's really. It's what's the tough part is like not stepping on other jokes for other chapters, right? Because it's all about one topic. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, each each chapter is very specific. And and I'm trying not to, you know, things could bleed into each other very easily. And I I don't want them to right? You know, I don't want to repeat jokes or feel like you feel like, oh, I think I read this a version of this joke on the previous chapter, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: But you so. could sit there and massage one chapter for a week and that's not going to do, that's not going to help. Or wait, you're, it's, wait. you're doing one, I'm one doing one cha- a week, one a week. You could I, do it for months. was, I guess what I'm saying, but what you, what you're doing is you're knocking is it out in like, a week. I'm telling
0: myself I'm starting this one yep. and whatever I finish on Sunday, that's done for now. For and now. so it doesn't linger over and all of a sudden I have to start the new one. I have to finish this old one. You know how things build yeah. up? You ever like, uh, sometimes I'll skip a workout and then part of me's like, I'll do two tomorrow. Oh which I God. never fucking do. <laughs> then I don't do any the next day. All and right. then I'll, then I have to do three work. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's so never gonna happen, there yeah. has to be, there has to be an end. You always have to give mm-hmm. yourself an end to free your brain up a little bit. Yeah. You get bogged down by this guilt and this, I should, and I'm so far behind and this. And then you can't and first move draft is all that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah and, yeah. and first
1: draft is first draft and it'll be so much Having anything out and having not looked at it for a couple of months, I think when you go back to it it's you're gonna be so
0: much easier to go in and yeah. correct. Yes. You know, than the, fir- and, the first and, thing too, you're and punch up, you're and- you're you're uh, hiking in a in a cave you don't you've never <laughs> been in before, you don't know what's there, and right. then you come back and you're like, Oh, this place. That's right. You know?
1: leg tights. they hang
0: from the ceiling. Wow. That's nice the- that you had that word at your fingertips it's, at this time uh, of night.
1: Sure. I'm available. I got some I got some things to I got some <laughs> Things in my head,
0: but what it's if a... you? But what if you just did like a very broad version of a story? Yeah, and then and then just try to fill it in, just like slowly an outline. fill it in, get an outline. Yeah, and then you don't have to go in any order. When it, you, why don't you pick the breakup? That that would be maybe in your third, you know, yeah. the, the last third of the book, and write. I don't know, just. Just right. make it fun, because it, it has to be a little fun when you're writing, well, a little I, bit. When you get excited about an idea, it is fun, I'm, you know?
1: Right now, I, I just finished reading this first—I uh, just found this new author, and she wrote—I've never heard of her. She writes thrillers that— J.K. A, Rowling?
0: You've never heard I've of I've never
1: heard of J.K. Rowling, you guys. Her name is Helen McInnes, I think okay. it is, and she's a British thriller suspense writer from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Wow. And so I wrote a book— I just read a book uh, called Above Suspicion, which was – it was published in 41. She's British. Mm-hmm. It was made into a movie by 43. Wow. It's a Fred McMurray, Joan, wow. Joan Crawford movie. And it's set in 1937 mm. uh, about uh, an Oxford couple who gets sucked into being spies and go into Germany in 1937, Above Suspicion. And I've been trying – it's not on Netflix Interesting, But it's a Fred McMurray, Joan
0: Crawford movie. You can movie. probably buy it on iTunes, right?
1: Yeah, it's got to be on iTunes or Amazon or some damn thing. Yeah. But um, the book itself, it was so well written and it was, it made me want to write spy books or, you know, or mysteries or whatever the hell yeah. she's written there. And now I just started the new one and this one's from 1963 that she's written. I can't remember the name of it. Venetian Blinds, probably not. Venetian something else. Yeah, And, uh, but it's uh it's a Cold War, you know, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's set. Two weeks after the Berlin Wall is built, wow, in 1961. So, um, I could. I, I mean, I want to write all of those books. You know, I want to write, and I don't want to write. I'm not a huge fan of slice of life books. You know, yeah. Maria bought. Was it an? It was not an Anne Lamott book. Was an Anne Pratchett? Whatever. Uh, look, uh, Lamott is Anne Patchett. Anne Patchett. Yes. Yeah. So the, it's these. It's these incredibly well written, very beautiful. Slice of life kind of. Yeah, um, I've never read anything about her, but I think um, she's great. Yeah, hear she's, she's great. Yeah. It's I, I like, I like, sort of pulpy fiction. Yeah. When and and I and I read classics and I read nonfiction, but there's and there's no reason for me to justify my reading. Who the fuck cares? But um, but I genuinely like sort of a happy ending. I know that it's gonna mm-hmm. you know the bad guy's gonna get it, and that's what I like, and that's what I would like to write. Yeah. So, an outline toward that goal is not a bad idea.
0: I don't know what that would be. Maybe you could start back or start with your dead bad guy. Start with the dead guy. Oh, right, right. Start, the justice. Your ending.
1: Yeah. How, how about I make Mr. Potter fucking pay for It's a Wonderful Life? Why don't I <laughs> goddamn do that? Because that guy got seven grand and he walked away.
0: That's a lot of money back then. A
1: lot of money. Hayes Code didn't catch it either. Anyway, remember
0: the Hayes code? <laughs> Barely. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was the, their uh, their censorship. That was thing, the censorship right? yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I'm still reading. I'm still. Uh, you still doing Irish? <laughs> you still doing Irish? Patty's Lament is folded. <laughs> it's like I've I, the I am I, I, gonna go back to it. But the coffin ships were the coffin ships were like really depressing. Oof. But I got to go back. Okay. Um. Then I'm reading this uh, novel by that the same guy Sebastian Barry who I've read a lot There's of several his stuff. Of his and stuff. so this is this last one that I haven't read. And uh I've never oh, nice. I haven't in a long time read every book an author wrote, but I love this guy and he he's talking about it. again it's the Irish Civil War um, yep. which people don't know too much about. Um no. uh it was you know f- f- after World War 1 The uh, the Irish uh, led by Michael Collins, the Irish that wanted you know United Ireland, and versus the people that wanted to stay, right? And um, and there was lots of uh, lots of spying, lots of backstabbing, (laughs) lots of brother against brother, civil war stuff. Yeah, really, really horrifying stuff. And the ways they punished each other, the ways they they uh, tortured traitors. Wow, horrific. It's um, it's not known. I don't think it's known too much. No, you know? that besides and this the is Leon Irish on, movie. Right, yeah. this
1: is Irish on Irish crime. Yeah. Right? yeah, and Irish
0: Catholic on Irish Catholic. I oh, mean, it's geez. not not even necessarily Protestant Catholic because a lot of uh, a lot of Catholics didn't want they wanted to stay. You know, yeah, not a lot, but a- enough where they were fighting. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, the other Catholics. So. Oh my gosh, you know that I did. Uh, did I tell you this that I that uh,
1: I, I I sent away my DNA. Oh yeah, what are you? I don't know. I don't know. So, we'll find out next time. I I must have already told you. <laughs> you I said the four stories <laughs> You did and I made a hacky Armenian joke. I, that I also
0: replayed in my head over But I and over
1: found now. out. I told my brother cuz I one of my brothers uh he's got a he's a genealogy guy and I was like, "Well, I sent away uh my DNA to get checked for 23 and me. Uh you may not want to know what it is." And he goes, no, you could tell me. You could tell me, and I said, "Okay. Well, when I find out, I'll tell you because I think it's going to be half Armenian, a quarter Irish, quarter Norwegian." Mm-hmm. And he told me that my grandmother, who I have always assumed was uh, Norwegian
0: was adopted you did tell me this oh last and podcast. then okay
1: so, so I, again i genuinely have four fucking stories how about i talk about <laughs> i'm going to toronto tomorrow i'm going to miss your grandmother's story <laughs> jeez i know it i'm going to toronto and uh it's going to be i get to do two one-hour sets i get to open for maria's two one-hour sets and i get to do a live dork forest and then i'm going to do that uh the but it that it about how to get
0: uh, one nighter work Cool. Is so, does it apply in Canada, the home of Yuck Yucks? I doubt it. Man, Yuck Yucks is so out of hand up there. I'm looking to see if I have any gigs to play. You know what? October yeah. 25th, October 25th here in LA, yeah. the Conan writers are doing a show at the York. Oh, really? And so, all the all the writers at Conan that do stand up are going to be at the York.
1: Well, that's I'm doing a show with Brian Kylie. I think, ne- next week. Oh, really? Yeah, we're driving together so up to almost Santa Barbara. After he works. Are you doing Samantha Ross's gig? No, it's a a Jason Love gig. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so, but I, when when Jason told me that Brian was doing it, I was like, really, Brian? You're going to work all day and then you're going to drive to Oxnard or wherever the hell we're going? And he said, yeah, do you want a carpool? And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I do want a <laughs> carpool. I don't want to go at all."
0: <laughs> so. You know what? I uh, next week I um, I'm doing a gig in Santa Barbara on Thursday night, and mm-hmm. we usually get out a little early on Thursday so I can make it. And I was I was supposed to do comedy juice in Irvine on Tuesday night. Okay. And I I asked if they could replace me because I I just was like. That, too much that's a that's a round trip in the middle of the work week yeah it's really exhausting
1: right it'd be different if you were johnny Carson and had a driver <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is yes. the town that should really adopt driverless cars don't you think yeah this is the one mm-hmm. and uh, i'm looking i'm looking forward to it the
0: day I Ooh. never cancel gigs though, but I, I, I just I I, I, I I I'm trying hey, to be after this, I'm with my time. To the public, I know you have another set tonight. I'm looking and it's forward like, to that. What time is it now? It's eleven Kyle. right now.
1: Hey, where are we at, Kyle? Fifty three. Well, that's not bad. Fifty three. wow look at us, good. and we're
0: still cheerful, you guys. Still huh? cheerful. <laughs> well, you know we got to lead a little bit of a life before yeah. we had another podcast. I to know and I took a nap. I couldn't believe the 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 call time for
1: okay so i fly so much now mm-hmm. that i have paid i've got the credit card that lets me into the delta sky club right and so not yesterday not this not this morning but yesterday morning in seattle 8:30 in the morning we're flying to spokane so 8:30 in the morning i go into the delta sky club in seattle and the bartender is pouring shots and people are doing shots.
0: Oh my god. At
1: eight thirty in the morning and having giant IPAs and, and
0: I was like How many were pilots?
1: Uh, right, I didn't see any violence, blessedly. And uh, that is, there were some suits, though. There were definitely some polo shirts and some dockers. It was grim. And uh, I just I was <laughs> like, and the and the bartender was like, "All right, I got a Jack Neat. Who needs a Jack Neat? Oh my God! I was like who a needs Jack one? Neat. Who needs a Jack Neat at nine in the morning? Oh my God! Uh, what a credit card, to have. It's I. Th- it was. My favorite thing about it, because <laughs> I know how to party here in my twilight years, is a uh, hard-boiled eggs. They get uh, they serve a hard-boiled egg in the morning.
0: That's pretty Speaking great. Of, hey, my mom. Yeah. Okay, so she's doing better. She did prepare some hard-boiled eggs for me.
1: Oh wow, she's, she's getting, cooking.
0: Chore by chore, she's returning to her prior self. Fair enough. The top of the dishwasher was empty, not the bottom. I, <laughs> I can't bend over, so I had to empty the. I had to get the fucking silverware, which is the worst part. Right. But she did get the coffee mugs. <laughs> she did the easy part. She didn't have to separate yeah. the forks. I'm from the I'm still doing my own laundry, which oh. is not what I anticipated when I let her move in. <laughs> but she's she's getting better and she just That's, ordered the, a michael savage book so who is that oh okay yeah he is a right-wing um co- uh, a radio host just and some talking he's head dude. he's crazy okay yeah michael savage is great and mark so, levin she's part of mark levin's network like you know right. it, he's trying to sell her i have to make sure she doesn't blow all of her money on some Fucking right. gold or something. Right. These her guys tin, are tinfoil hats anyway. So she, yeah, she got her, her a post Obama life in a post Obama world, you know, apocalyptic right. vision of Democrats.
1: I got an email from Obama today. Not personal. Oh, I did but, too. Uh, did the one where he said that he'll take it as a personal insult. Yeah. As if, if Trump, you're like, you should, you should, because the <laughs> only reason he would be elected is if people freaked out because
0: a black man did the job. And they were like, mm, it doesn't count. I, and you're like, Ugh. Well, I, I don't think they're going to vote for him. To, I think it's definitely against Hillary. It's well, not that, about well, a black... Well, you uh, otherwise, know, it's he because, wouldn't have won re-election.
1: Well, he, my theory... Here's my unsuspected. You know, this is my theory. This is, is the that, last
0: five minutes of the podcast. We're talking politics. Yes.
1: Uh, Obama um was elected by people who were like i'm not going to vote for sarah palin and 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 only for republicans yeah for republicans they had the worst choice so they vote for obama obama and this is a it's a sort of a an old knee-jerk white guy attitude it's like yeah let the black guy try let that guy try he'll probably choke and then he doesn't choke and now because he didn't choke they're like, Oh, I'm not gonna elect some woman. Now that now they're never gonna need us. That's my theory. Is that white guys are like, No, they're never gonna need us if a woman is elected. Hmm. I know. There's not a lot of substantiation there. Hey, I'm gonna do Akbar this week. I just I was just looking at my LA and my LA sets. I love Akbar. You do Akbar?
0: Yeah, I haven't For done it in a while. Bruce Daniels. But I love it. It's so great. I I, I, I don't think uh I think oh I think um Trump uh, has has given voice to the people that uh, were are outraged about Obama, and mm-hmm. he's he's given them they're 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 in a club now. Right? The Tea Party wasn't they exactly found each it. other. Yeah, the Tea they Party really wasn't did. exactly it. It's true, you know. Um, gateway. Yeah, like it, this is a subset of the Tea Party, but it's also grabbed some other people too. Some you know real nationalists. Yeah, you know, and on the backs of Muslims. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know all this stuff about how Hillary looked when she's giving the press conference about the Chelsea bombing. Oh right, were you on Twitter at that time?
1: No, I saw that you post. You were like, "What? You would have given her shit if she took twenty minutes to put some makeup on." Right? Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no winning.
0: Yeah, it's, she can't it just, win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like there's genuine flaws, but the shit she gets, I'm I'm a total warrior for her now just because you guys aren't attacking her on shit you could attack her on.
1: Right. There's that and the fact that um, that when you think about the job as president, Mm -hmm. it is a job. She can do the job. Just get out of the way and then vote for somebody else four years from now. Get a get a real candidate that you can really support. And then you can run somebody again. But she can do that. There's no. And does Ge- she still have a vagina? Yeah, she does. I got a vagina. You guys,
0: I, uh... um, George H.W. Bush said he was going to vote for her. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. It's so funny but oh, I, I miss that. Here, and I I hate to be quote my tweet but I was like, "Ooh, here come the millennial voters. <laughs> like they're going to give five fucks about that old guy."
1: Yeah, that old guy, the CIA fuck. But uh, you know, he had that he had yeah. the CIA Yeah, yeah, this.
0: yeah. Talk about torture. Oh, believe me, I've been watching Narcos. I think I know all about it, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about <laughs> it. <laughs> Kyle, come on, we're done, right? Yeah, you're done. Thank oh, you. Sweet justice. Bye.